true story. All my stories are true. I had a boy in Home Sweet Home, and it was a miracle that, I mean, when he came to Home Sweet Home, he was so wild and out of control to the point that his mother called me up and said, Mr. Fischoff, I mean, I'm still not a mister. I certainly wasn't a mister 20 years ago. I'll never forget. Mr. Fischoff, what makes you think my son is going to be asleep on time and wake up and go to work? You know, he would push her out of the way and call her a beeping BB. I don't want to say all the words, but you could figure it out. He, she, he put cocaine in the chont. They had Simchas Shabbos. They had Einig Shabbos. He was out of control, stealing the car and everything. He's going to come. And he moved in July 4th. And it was in the middle of February. And he was calling me from his job. He was with us July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. In the middle of seven and a half months. And I heard in his voice that he wanted to go back to yeshiva. I just heard it. All the way from home sweet home, being messed up in Mechal Shabbos, smoking on Shabbos publicly. Seven and a half months later, I heard, I heard in his voice. And I told him, you know what? Go home, take a shower. I'm picking you up in a half hour. Put on some of your old clothes. We're going to visit you, Yeshiva, in Lakewood. He's like, really? Really? I'm like, yeah, grab your stuff. I picked him up a half an hour later. A boy with a white shirt, just three years ago, he was in yeshiva. White shirt, black pants. He told me he, he took a shower, he took a shave, he put on his old stuff. He said, I didn't recognize myself. And we headed off uninvited, unannounced, to yeshiva, his yeshiva in Lakewood, mainstream yeshiva that he got thrown out of three years before. And he tells me, he says... On the Verrazano, remember, that's where it was. He said to me, he goes, you know, the hardest part of this is that I have to quit smoking. They don't allow smoking in yeshiva. How am I going to quit smoking? So I told him, I'll tell you what. I can't help you, but I'm with you. Okay? I also smoked a little bit. Every day you don't smoke, I'm not going to smoke. Sometimes when, when the kids are going through stuff, you know, she's quit 80 days from from weed after using it day and night and needing it and depending, you know, I'm not saying you're going to say, you know, for every day you don't do weed, I won't do weed. Pick something that you're doing. Pick something bad that you're doing or, or health-wise or whatever. It's so hard. The most we could say is, I'll, I'll just finish the story because it's such a great story. So I, I, I brought him into the Rosh Hashiva's office. I said, come, here's, he's here. And his Rosh Hashiva was very nice. He was with him after he threw him out. He was close with the family. He saw him with the with the hoodie and with the, the hat backwards. And he knew all the stories. He knew everything. And I walk in with this kid and I sit down in his office. And he's like, "What? what is this? What happened? Like, what is it? He, he, he was, it was unbelievable. Then I asked the boy to leave the room for a few minutes. And I said, I brought him back. To you? He's like, whoa, 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 what do you mean to me? I said, I'm leaving him here. He goes, no, 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 I, I can't, I can't, I can't just take him in the middle, in the middle of his mind. I said, what do you mean? Everybody says, bring the boys back, right? I brought him back, literally. He's coming back to you. He'll listen to whatever rules you want. Spend time with him. See, you'll see. Whatever. What, don't. So I said, so everybody says, bring the, bring the kids back. I brought him back. Mama's to you. 
Jeez, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I said, speak to him. So I go outside, I send the kid in. 15 minutes later, he calls me back and he says, it's unbelievable. He's willing to sign everything. He's willing to do everything. But he said, I can't put him into 12th grade. The Rebbe, that Rebbe, I can't put him into 11th grade. He, I'm sorry, he was kicked out two years before in ninth grade. I can't put him in 11th grade. That Rebbe is not going to have the patience. I'll have the patience for him. I'll tell you what. September, if he's still interested, he's accepted to come into my share. Back into a regular mainstream black and white penguin yeshiva. Unbelievable. Good deal? Yeah. Not enough. I said, but, but he's here now. I'm not sending him to a floater yeshiva or whatever. He's here now. He's like, we, we have no choice. I said, you're right. We have no choice. He's like, you're right. We have no choice. I said, you're right. We have no choice. He goes, what do you, why you keep saying what I'm saying? I said, because we have no choice. He has to come into your shear now. The 11th grade rabbi is not going to have patience for him. You're going to have patience for him. He's coming to learn. So he'll start 12th grade now. He's a brilliant boy. He'll catch up to two years he missed. And next year, September, he'll be officially in your class. Until now, he'll do a pre-12th grade class. I can't do that. How can I do that? I can't. It's impossible. It's never been done. I have to speak to the board, or the board of directors, whatever. I said, there's nobody to speak to. There's nothing to do. There's no choice. He's coming to learn. And he's not the same boy that you threw out. He can't come into 11th grade. You're right. You know he's a smart kid. Invest in him from now. Build him up that you're accepting him into your class. You know, I didn't tell him this, but Rabbi Eichinan, you know what he did to get back Rosh Lakish. You know what I mean? He gave him his sister to be his wife. I didn't ask you to do that. I'm just saying you build up his self-esteem that you're taking him in now because that's how much you believe in him. And he did. And he did. I, and if we were nominating people from 15 years ago, I would nominate him. It's Sadiq. Right? We, we called all the board of directors. I said, you're not calling anybody. It's all board of directors. You ta- you're the Rosh Hashiva. You're taking him in. Yeah, but you know what? We know what he did two years ago. Whatever. He, he, he got caught with this and he broke every rule. I said, Chuva. He's a different person. The Ramam says he's not the same person. What are you putting on Averis? I said, Chuva may I have it's even more. So those Averis now, each time you tell me what he did, what he did, it's, you're telling me he learned night seder through the night. He was trying to tell me he snuck out at night and he went to face to a strip club or whatever. I'm like, Chuvim Ehava. He stayed up all night and he learned Shas. Finished the Mazechtis. Chuvim Ehava. Nasa. Right? Kaschuyas. What are you looking at? And the guy was great and he took him in and he stayed there for 12th grade and Baruch Hashem, he shtel davek abayis namu b'yisur l'shem l'tiferes. Yeah. Baruch Hashem. So the point is, though, that sometimes you gotta you gotta realize that we gotta be there with them. You can't do this with your kids. You have to know how to do it and where and when. But I'm with you. I'm with you. And and don't feel so bad for me. Stopping smoking is not such a terrible thing, and it's okay because I didn't do it and he didn't do it. It's fine. He snuck. I snuck. He cheated. I cheated. A couple months later, I'm like, so he was in yeshiva. I'm like, you know, so how's it going? He goes, eh, to be honest with you, you know, I didn't go back to smoking, but, you know, I, when I couldn't get caught and I, whatever, I cheated here and there. I said, oh, to be honest with you, I knew that, and that's why I had to smoke again, so I can make the deal with you next time. It's the only reason I smoked, so that way for the next kid, I can quit with them. <laughs>